0: Welcome to Jericho. I'm the daughter of a neighbour of Zacchaeus, you know, the one we heard about in the Bible account. I wonder what you heard, who you heard. Luke's taken us on quite a journey with Jesus on his way to Jerusalem, hasn't he? Jesus had been through Jericho before, because it's the only way up to Jerusalem. What do you know about Jericho? We call it the gateway to Jerusalem. You see, the main north-south road passes through here and then this is also the main road into Jerusalem, over to the west. It's up that way, about 15 miles. It'll take you a good nine hours on foot though, through the desert, and it's a real climb. You see, our claim to fame is that Jericho is the oldest city and the lowest city in the world. The Dead Sea's just over there. It's the lowest point on earth, and we're not much higher. Do you like dates or maybe oranges? See, all the trade comes through Jericho. Everyone's buying and selling, and that means there's plenty of things to tax. You know what I mean by tax? It's the money we have to give to the government to pay for things like well, like the Roman roads and schools and so on. The thing is, the tax collectors all round here. Have a bit of a reputation for cheating us by charging more and keeping the extra for themselves Zacchaeus well Zacchaeus was one of the chief tax collectors in Jericho. He lived in a big house just up there. People round here didn't really like him, but Zacchaeus' story was quite amazing, really. he'd heard Jesus was coming through town. Well, all the pilgrims were. They were on their way up to the, the Passover festival, like we do every year. But that year felt a bit different. We were all sensing something was going to happen. Things under the Romans with Pilate in charge weren't easy. Meanwhile, Jesus was getting quite a following since he first announced up north in Galilee that he'd come to proclaim, what was it, good news to the poor, set people free, give sight to the blind. His teaching amazed everyone. Then of course there were all the miracles and more recently he'd been including his invitation far and wide to everyone and especially to the sorts of people the rest of us well, we just didn't see or at least we stayed away from. Zacchaeus seemed different from the sorts of people Jesus had been healing and helping before because well as we heard he was a rich man. Mind you We'd all heard from our religious leaders that Jesus, well he had a bit of a reputation for eating at the homes of sinners and tax collectors. Anyway, where was I? Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus after all the things he'd heard about him. You know, how he was bringing real and true hope to all sorts of people. The trouble was he was, well he was quite short. And with all the crowds piling through there was no way he was going to see over everyone. Well that's why he climbed the tree so he could get a really good view and see Jesus for himself. Genius! He wasn't going to let his lack of height stop him. Well he was obviously really looking for something and it turned out that was Jesus. Isn't that often the same with us? If we really want something What do we do with the obstacles to getting it? Well, that's one thing I learnt from Zacchaeus. I won't just sit back and let obstacles defeat me. But I guess first I've got to decide, is what I want really worth it? So when Jesus came this way, we couldn't believe it. He stopped right under the tree where Zacchaeus was perched, called him by name, Zacchaeus, come down immediately, I must stay at your house today. I'm surprised Zacchaeus didn't fall right out of the tree. You see, he thought he could see Jesus, but tucked up there, he didn't think Jesus could see him. And what's more, Jesus had never met him before, but he knew his name and he asked if he could go to his house. That really got the crowd muttering. Do you remember Luke told us that the last time he'd been to eat at someone's house, it was a leading religious leader? Well, now he was asking to go to a rank outsider. I mean, Zacchaeus may have been rich, but people didn't want anything to do with him. It was funny the way Jesus put it. I must come to your house. It was like Jesus knew just what he had to do. I don't know what Zacchaeus made of it all. Well, he looks stunned, but he came down straight away out of that tree. And well, he threw open his doors for Jesus and laid on a meal and all that. Actually, it was right there, the turning point for Zacchaeus. It was like Zacchaeus had gone looking, but it was Jesus who found him. And Jesus didn't seem to care about Zacchaeus reputation. Most of us round here agree now that Jesus wanted to show him something else. He wanted to show him, well, Father God's love for him. He wanted him to see what Zacchaeus hadn't seen about himself. Certainly, we hadn't seen it in him—the person he was, he truly was—who he was to become. That he was, well, that he was a child of God, and that he had infinite worth. To be honest, we just saw the tax collector, thought he was like all the others. We'd written him off as a, well, as a dishonest cheat, I suppose, if I'm honest with you. We often do that, don't we? And we might feel like the little people, the ones nobody sees, and we look at others and just see a single story. But We don't know the reality of other people's lives really, do we? We're quite the opposite of Jesus because he sees right into people, he sees everything about them. He sees their hearts and he speaks right into their hearts. Of course, not everyone sees or hears. We've got to be looking or wanting to hear. A bit like Zacchaeus. Well, All that care and undivided attention he gave Zacchaeus must have, well, it must have melted his heart because there and then they said he was a changed man. Not so much that he changed his behaviour because everyone says he, he jumped up and told Jesus, well, he told us all, that he had been giving half of all his possessions to poor people. And he made sure and was going to make doubly sure from now on, that if any of his tax collectors cheated anyone, well, Zacchaeus himself would make personally sure that they were repaid not just the usual double, but four times the amount. Can you believe it? I can tell you that got the other tax collectors talking. They weren't sure about that at all, but he was true to his words and, and after that people knew where they stood with Zacchaeus. Now I don't know whether he'd been cheating with the taxes before he met Jesus or whether he had been giving to the poor. The point is, from that moment on he got up and said he was going to do those right and generous things. It was like he wanted to do it because of the kind and generous thing Jesus had done in finding him and coming to be with him at his house. And it was as though Jesus knew that Zacchaeus really wanted to meet him. And then, of course, Zacchaeus opened his home to him and Jesus went right on in and and ate with him. What a changed man Zacchaeus was. He was then a man, well, we said he was a man of peace. Always full of hope, even when things got rough out there. What really struck us about it all were Jesus' words to Zacchaeus. See we didn't get it all at the time. Jesus said today salvation has come to this house. The Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Eh? We didn't realize it at the time but Jesus was saying I had to come here to Jericho, practically this last stop before Jerusalem, and do for Zacchaeus what I'm going to Jerusalem to do for everybody, everywhere, even to this day. Do you remember Jesus taught us those parables about the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son, that the good shepherd would leave the 99 safe sheep and go after the one that was lost? Well, that was a bit like Zacchaeus. I don't mean he'd wandered off and couldn't get back to Jericho or anything. No, he'd lost his connection with Father God. He was living his life all all independently. But by looking for him, he was found by Jesus. And it was as though, well, he recognised him straight away. You see, he, of all people, called Jesus for who he was. Kyrios, Lord. He knew he was Lord. That very day, Zacchaeus got it. It was like he was, well, born all over again. He got the kingdom of God. And although he stayed living here in Jericho and working as a tax collector, it was like he got a completely new life. I don't know about you, but that's the challenge for me. Today, will I see Zacchaeus, or anyone else for that matter, like the crowd saw him, judging and muttering? Or will I see him like Jesus saw him, as a sort of long lost brother, being full of kindness and love? What a challenge, it's a challenge for me. Will I see my neighbor or my not so neighbor, like a long lost brother and will I be full of kindness and love for them? And what about what about Jesus? Will today will I see him as Zacchaeus saw him? Today would would I open my home and invite him in to be with me, speak to me, share time with me today? That's a challenge for us, isn't it? Will today We welcome Jesus as Lord and welcome him in, like our long lost brother. Will we let him speak to us, speak to our hearts today?